Lotus FM News with Sureshin Pillay. Six o'clock. Good evening. The ANC says it will keep a close eye on debates in Parliament regarding the cost of upgrades to President Jacob Zuma's Nkandla home. Party Secretary General Gweda Mantash says the party Lakhotla didn't dwell on the Nkandla issue choosing to allow relevant institutions and procedures to deal with it. Mantaja says the distinction between the home and buildings surrounding it, as laid out by Police Minister Nadine Schleko, is important. It suits those who are opposed to us to just clap together everything and say it is the homestead of Breton Zuma, and it cost 246 million. And when we saw that, we throw our hands in the air. What Nathan Clever has done right, and it should be open for a debate to say 71 million has been spent on the homestead, 20 million has been spent on consultants, 135 million has been spent on everything that depends, that belongs to the departments, which is outside of the homestead. That breakdown, to me, is quite important. Today marks the six-month anniversary of the triple-axe murders of the Van Breda family in Stellenbosch, with police apparently not the wiser. Defence attorney Ulteg Rue says the longer it takes to get a statement from Mali Van Breda, the less credible her testimony will be should the perpetrator be charged with the murders. Mali sustained severe head injuries that resulted in retrograde amnesia. Her brother Henry suffered light injuries. No arrests have been made. Rue says while police are not in a position to make any arrests as they wait for Mali to regain her memory and make a statement, the case will remain open. Police are keeping mum on the investigation. The passenger rail agency will proceed with a criminal case against its chief engineer, Daniel Mtumkulu. Mtumkulu resigned after claims he had lied about his academic qualifications. He designed locomotives imported from Spain, which are reportedly too tall for South African conditions. Prasa spokesperson Sipo Sitola says Mtumkulu was facing a disciplinary inquiry relating to gross dishonesty before his resignation. Prasa can confirm that we have received a letter of resignation from Daniel Mchinkulu. This is uh, arising out of the charges that was were put in front of him. He was due to appear in front of a disciplinary hearing to answer to the charges of gross dishonesty and uh, fraudulent misrepresentation where he had claimed to possess certain qualifications in the field of engineering. The DA in KwaZulu-Natal has called for the suspension of the CEO of the Northdale Hospital in Peter Maritzburg amid serious allegations of mismanagement. Health MEC Spongaseni Glomo gave hospital CEO Felicity Dupree a precautionary transfer and suspended human resource manager Sibongile Ndlovu last week. DA Provincial Spokesperson on Health Imran Keka says dire mismanagement issues have rendered it the province's hospital from hell. We've had an incident where... A mother was handed a baby and made to sit for several hours with a dead baby in her hand because she did not receive adequate care. A Northdale Hospital was further plagued recently by two million rands worth of expired stock found right under the noses of the, the management. Uh, patients were turned away because of the lack of equipment when this equipment was actually sitting right there under their noses. That hospital has confirmed that it is indeed a hospital from hell. And finally, five people have been killed by heavily armed men who attacked a police station in the northwest Indian state of Punjab, close to the border with Pakistan. Army reinforcements have been brought in and Indian security forces have surrounded the police station in the city of Gurdaspur. The BBC's Sanjay Majundar reports from New Delhi. 
Police say the gunmen said to be wearing army uniforms hijacked a car early in the morning in Gurdaspur. They're then said to have attacked a bus station before entering the town's police station. Police say five bombs were also found on a nearby railway station. Gurdaspur is also located very close to Indian-administered Kashmir and there's some suggestion that the attackers may have entered the state from there. Punjab was at the centre of a Sikh insurgency in the 1980s, although it's been relatively peaceful since. Top story at 6 o'clock. ANC says it will keep a close eye on debates in Parliament regarding the costs of upgrades to President Jacob Zuma's in Kandler Hall. I'm Sureshan Pele. Your headlines at half past six.